Hey! Oh, hey! <laughs> I was in the <laughs> process of turning my dial down because I felt I was too hot. Too hot! Too hot. You, it's impossible. It's impossible. I know. It's impossible uh, for me to be too hot. It, I haven't sung this in a while, I don't think. It's ghosticles time. It's you haven't. Time. Oh, I missed it's this. Mostly toasty, ghosty, hosty, something like that time. Wosticles, wosticles. It doesn't time. It's the mostly ghostly, toasty, hosty. That's what it is. Ghosticles time. <laughs> you really should. And have. it doesn't have anything to do with testicles. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Everything does. If I'm here, the it. testicles are implied. We were talking about what would happen this morning. So we have the girls, and we were talking about what would happen if if uh, somebody stole her phone. Uh-oh. And she got into this really dramatic, ran off, like, I don't know, I'd be, I'd be so sad, and I would run into my room, and I'd cry and cover my face, and I'd just be devastated. I wouldn't know what to do. And she goes, no, in reality, I'd take his balls. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best delivery ever. She's, she's 10, and she said titties yesterday, and I feel like I should correct it, but it's always funny. I love so those children. I don't want to take away comedy. I love those children so much. They're no, so no, don't take away comedy, because comedy yeah. is such a great coping mechanism. <laughs> it is, which we need in this world. It's how my nephew is. My youngest nephew, like, you know, when he was little, we'd teach him curse words, and it was really funny because his speech impediment made them all the cuter. Oh, yeah, I bet. And, uh, and, like, we'd always be like, oh, we shouldn't teach him those words. And we'd all look at each other like, but we're totally going to teach him those words. And, yeah. And he's a perfectly fine, uh, very capable young man because we let him be funny. That's uh, right. He's graduated and everything, right? He has. He graduated. I it was know. so cool. We did, a, we, did a, we did a social distancing graduation ceremony in, in a driveway uh, two weeks ago, two weekends ago. And it was very sweet. I gave the commencement address. And we mm. we had him cross the little his his big brother and his cousins built a a little dais that he could walk up on to get his it was oh, so, nice. whole nine yards like my my sister in law's family does nothing half assed I uh, love that and which is fucking great she was um uh, speaking of which she was on uh, uh, breast cancer can stick it they interviewed her yesterday because oh. uh, just last month was her fifth anniversary of kicking cancer's ass. Yay! She's I can't a, believe it's been five years. I know, right? It's yeah. it's crazy to think about. I mean, it's, we're old time telescopes. What are you gonna do? But she's so great. Yeah. She's she's yeah, she man. Is. She's such a she's such a high riding bitch. <laughs> yes, I love uh, my, I so love good. my sister in law. Well, what? I guess uh, we want to say yay, DACA. Yay, DACA, DACA. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we just yes. found out this morning that DACA is going to be uh, stay right now. Yes. Thank you to the Supreme Court for that, hopefully. And the Supreme uh, Court. And, and, and they ruled that uh, federally that businesses cannot discriminate yes. on uh, gender identity. And that's, right. that's fucking awesome. I hope yeah. our president uh, is just <laughs> fucking just pulling his hair out. OD's on Adderall? Oh, no, wait. I don't. I didn't. Did I say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or clexachloroquine or whatever bullshit he's <laughs> he thinks will uh, yeah. whatever he thinks will cure the fucking plague um because he's probably got a fucking stake in it but anyway uh yeah i hope he's really pissed he's like but that's my supreme court they're supposed to do what i tell them to do and they're like nah. i paid good money for that supreme court <laughs> You're right? yeah we know you did fuck that guy fuck that guy uh shall i start 
Yes, you shall. <laughs> All right. Our first uh, submission comes from Sila. Hello, Sheila, Jamie. That's pretty. Uh, it is a pretty name. Hello, Jamie and Michael. Hello. My name is Sila, and I am a college student from uh, Bellingham, Washington, which is about an hour from the Canadian border, in case you were wondering. I, I wasn't, but thank you. All this. I was. I was like Bellingham and then Washington, and then I got confused. <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast for almost a year now. Now, that does interest me. And I finally got the courage <laughs> to write in. Yay! Yay! This story takes place in Long Beach, California at the Queen Mary. Uh, yes. I went on a little solo adventure last summer to Anaheim and decided to take a day trip to see the Queen Mary, something I've always wanted to visit since I was about 10. Uh, I don't believe I've ever had an experience with ghosts before, and to be honest, I'm not. Not completely sure this counts either, but it stuck with me, and I think about what happened quite often. Uh, I first heard about it on a ghost hunting show from Cartoon Network, can't remember the name, uh, but I was interested in going ever since. Now, I don't remember all the places where ghosts have been spotted or where there have been recurring sightings, except for my girl Jackie, the first class swimming pool, <laughs> which I was unable to see. When buying day tickets to board the Queen Mary, you get to go on some tours of your choosing, a ghost and a history tour. And from what I remember, they run about uh, once per hour. When I'd gotten there, the ghost tour was close to starting, so I decided to explore the ship for a bit and go on the next one uh, at the beginning of the next hour and then go from there to the history tour. During this time, I went to the engine room, which is free for everyone to walk around. Now, I knew that the engine room was haunted, but I couldn't tell you by whom and in which areas. Oh, I can. I can't, mm. Sila. Mm -hmm. uh, there were other people also looking around, but I had gone off on my own. I remember walking down this long hallway at the bottom of the area, and I got this weird feeling like I was being watched. Ooh, I bet I know who this was. Uh, <laughs> this is very exciting for me. Um, during the time, I had chalked it up to there being other people not far from where I was. As I continued down this hallway... I suddenly got this feeling of claustrophobia. Oh, I know. I, I, I absolutely know who this was, uh, which I never get. And anxiety. I felt like the walls were closing in around me. Oh, and I started to have trouble breathing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. sorry I'm into this. I'm into this because I, I, I know. I will say, I will say, if you're on a ship like this and you're and you're claustrophobic anyway, then I would be like, well, I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But but this, if you don't normally get it and you're starting to get these claustrophobic. But like, this, this yeah. specifically, do you know, do you know the ghost she's talking about though? That, that mm -hmm. she got, yeah, yeah, okay, I did too. It's one of my, do uh, I know? Right. Of course I uh, Once know. I reached the end of the hall, there were two sets of escalators going up. Oh, and I'm sorry. I just know, <laughs> I know all this. I know where this is going. And this was when I felt my claustrophobia and anxiety come to a head and my fight or flight mode kicked in. I ran up the first escalator and stopped at the top to calm down and looked back down at the area below. Of course, there was nothing there, but I just had to see. After my anxiety went away and I didn't feel like I was being watched anymore, I went up the second escalator and saw there were more people. I suddenly felt safe. I looked around a bit more and left the engine room. Still having time before the ghost tour, I walked around outside, the lobby, the gift shop, where I bought myself a little souvenir, a small pen of the ship, etc., etc. As it was reaching the top of the hour, I went to where my tour group was supposed to meet up. And the tour started. This was probably my favorite part of the day, but on the third place we went, uh, it wasn't really a haunted area, but a place that kept some old equipment. The tour guide started telling a story of a man who was crushed to death by door in the engine room, door 13, which was right by two sets of the escalators going up. I felt a wave of shock come over my body. Apparently, shock, shock, I know, shock, and I knew it. I knew it was going to be the it was going to be the the, the maintenance mm -hmm. man that was crushed by the by the watertight door. Oh, mm -hmm. so sad. And 
and he's been seen on the escalators too by by uh, uh, tour oh, really? guides. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, apparently, when people stop to take photos in front of the door, you can see him standing behind you in the photos, and other people have reported feeling a small push when standing in the doorway because he's like, "Move, bitch! That door gonna close." Um, get out the way, or you gonna get squished. <laughs> I mean, he's just trying to be helpful because he's been there. He is. He's uh, a considerate ghost. Presumably, he's trying to stop people from getting crushed by door thirteen. Now, could this all be a coincidence? I have no doubt in my mind that it could be. I knew that this place was covered in ghostly activity, so of course I could have been looking to experience something for myself. But to this day, something tells me that it wasn't. I still haven't forgotten that feeling I felt down there. After the tour was over, and I wanted to go back down there to pay my respects, uh, but the next tour was starting, and I knew by the time it would be over, the engine room would be closed. Uh, next time I visit, because I definitely plan to stay there a few nights, I want to go back to the area and pay my respects to him. Thank you, Jamie and Michael, for reading my story. I hope you were both doing well. Thank you, Sila. We are, especially after that story. So there's a couple of things I wanted to bring mm -hmm, up mm -hmm, with mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, one. Mm -hmm. First of all, I believe the Queen Mary breaks your rule about if there's a gift shop, it's probably not haunted. <laughs> because the Queen I should... Mary, I don't know if it would still be there if they weren't doing the haunted tours and stuff like that. I don't know if it would still. That's very true. And I, I should you know, I should probably amend my rule to be like, uh, if it's if you have a gift shop, you're not haunted unless you're a ship that saw wartime. Right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's special. Unless you're obvious. Special unless case. Like, oh, of course it is. Yeah. Um. The other thing I was just thinking of while, <laughs> while you were reading it was, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be cool to do a ghoul intentions trip where we go and people can come and we all stay on the Queen Mary? Uh, fuck yes, it would be. Uh, fuck yes, it would be. So that? there are, so the engine room is haunted not just by the, the uh, maintenance guy. Uh, who had a mm -hmm. name, and I, I just can't remember right now what it was, but he was crushed to death by door 13, and when it when it when uh, there was a drill or something going on, and so the doors automatically close, and he got, he tripped and fell and, you know, got squished. Yeah. But he's been seen, you know, near that door. He's been seen uh, on the escalator. Like, one tour guide was closing up, or uh, maybe it was just a manager closing up, so no one was there, and she was late at night by herself going up this escalator, and she just had this overwhelming feeling, much like our friend Sila did. And, uh... She turned around where there had been no one on the escalator next to her. And they're long escalators, too, I might add. They, they're, like, they're like subway escalators, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, she turned around, and this guy in the blue overalls and the, and the beard was standing right behind her. Yeah. And then so she turned around and be like, oh, okay, what the fuck? And then when she, when she got off the escalator, she stepped uh, aside to let him pass, and there was no one there. And uh, also on, in the engine room, so sometime uh, during the war, the Queen Mary, while it was out, um, uh, when it wasn't docked, was actually active, it got hit by another ship and uh, the ship broke the hull mm -hmm. and it killed several people on board and yeah. they say you can still you can still hear people walking around at night in there you can uh, the one guy it was like a, a a maintenance guy himself was walking around and heard one night who didn't know the history of the ship and he was walking around there one night near the hull and he heard like the hit and water rushing in and people screaming mm -hmm. and he was freaking the fuck out, but there was nothing there and it like shook yeah. him. So he did some research and found, oh, oh, the ship actually sustained damage and people died in the accident yeah. back in like 1940 something or other. And uh, so, yeah, I I think the Queen Mary is haunted. I don't, the only thing I, I know there's- probably cover it. We probably should. There's a room yeah. on board, one of the cabins that's supposed to be haunted that I don't think really is haunted. I think, um, I think, because uh, I think it was Ghost Hunters, the, the show Ghost Hunters did a, 
an episode, yeah. and uh, I don't think the suite or the 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 stateroom or whatever the 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 place you can actually spend the night in. I don't think it's actually haunted. I think they try to say that because uh, I know the the ghost hunters did a show there, and like someone straight up tried to fuck with them, and they caught them in the act, and yeah. it was like. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually probably the episode where my phrase of like, if it got a gift shop, it ain't haunted, came from because I think one of the ghost hunters like said that, and I was like, ooh, that's good, but. I still think parts of the Queen Mary are actually haunted because I mean that yeah, shit. Just because yeah. somebody's pretending to be to, is faking a haunt doesn't mean it's not haunted. Again, it's like we said on the chat the other night. It's like that movie High Spirits, where like the castle's supposed mm. to be haunted, but they won't. You know, the ghosts won't. <laughs> they won't. Uh, you know, commit to a routine, so the owners have to like do their own show, <laughs> and then the ghosts get pissed because <laughs> yeah. they feel like the living are upstaging them. So yeah, that's uh, it's complicated. It's complicated, people. It's com- it's very complicated. Also, you should see High Spirits if you haven't. So much fun. Moving on. Moving on. Thank you, Sela, for that. And I hope Amber you, I hope Lee. We have Amber Lee again. Yay! Hi, Jamie and Michael. Hi. It's me again, your friendly neighborhood vampire. <laughs> vampire. Uh, vampire. You read my story in Ghosticles 40, and I'm back with a spooky summer story. I mentioned in my last story, I have a good old-fashioned camp ghost story. Well, here it is. I've been going to this camp since I was knee-high to a grasshopper. My mother worked (laughs) there, and so did my grandmother. And as soon as I was old enough, I started working there, too. As a rite of passage from being a camper to being a counselor, they would tell the camp ghost story at orientation. The story goes... There was once a couple who lived on the piece of land that is now considered camp property. They had wanted a baby for so long but could never conceive. But miracle of miracles, the wife finally had a baby girl and they named her Renee. Renee was an odd child, grew up tall and lanky with dark red hair that grew thick all over her body. And her eyes seemed to be an uncanny shade of red. The neighbors hated her, thought she was weird, and some (laughs) went as far as to accuse her of being demonic. As she grew, animals started to go missing and would turn up with their head turned around backwards. As, and as Renee grew in size and grow, and grow she did, so did the size of the animals that showed up dead. Animals would lose their shit if she passed them, all mm. except her own. The neighbors suspected that it was her but could never prove anything. Finally, the tipping point happened. A child went missing and all those neighbors who hated Renee came and killed her. They removed her heart and threw it into a small pond we now call Renee's Pond. Two days later, after murdering Renee, the child returned that had... Let me say that again. The (laughs) child returned. She had gotten lost in the thick woods and could not find her way home. Mm. Mm. Now, as disturbing as the story is, it gets worse. The camp has two grave sites, one of which is home to her mother and father, the camp historian has records that say they lived on the property with a girl child named Renee, but her grave isn't anywhere at camp. I am an, I am an empath and can pick up intense emotions quite easily, and my mother has seen many a ghost in her lifetime. But if you had asked me any time up to last year, I would have told you Renee was not real. I have lived in the supposed haunted cabin that she was said to walk through every night. And truth be told, there was a worn path from the door straight through a bunk bed and out of the wall, but I had never seen her. I had foreign exchange counselors tell me how they loved the fireflies here, only to mention two glowing red ones they spotted from the woods while we were passing Renee's pond. I lived next to the horse barn one summer, and every single night I could hear the horses screaming in a panic, kicking at their stall like something was in the barn terrifying them. I even helped move a deer carcass off a horse trail that was perfectly untouched with its head turned around backwards. 
This was never enough proof for me. All of it could be explained as someone trying to scare a veteran counselor with a spooky ghost story crap. Except for the deer. If someone is doing that to a deer to scare someone, they are psychotic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then you have a very different reason to be afraid. Yeah. Until last summer. It was my final year working at this camp, and as a kind of reward for being there 16 summers since the age of five, and more uh, uncounted with my mom and other family members, I got to stay in the same cabin all summer. My bed didn't have a bunk either, which meant I didn't have a 12-year-old bunk buddy. It was awesome. (laughs) I had my bed set up so the kids could only reach me on one side of my bed, and the only way to get to the other side is if you stepped over me in the bed. This is very important to note, because for one full week that summer, I had someone shake me awake at 3 a.m. sharp on the side that could not be reached. The first night it happened, I wrote it off as me scaring myself awake, but then it happened three more times. As the last night of the week, I was thrilled at the prospect that I might change cabins because of the disturbance. Okay, so that Friday night, I was (laughs) eager to get the kids to sleep so I could get an extra hour. I sat in the cabin and told a rambling story until I was positive every child was out cold. Then I grabbed my stuff and went to brush my teeth. My co-counselor stopped me on our front porch to chat when from inside the cabin, we hear a voice, a girl's voice, go, hello, hello. Hello? <laughs> Flatly with no inflection. Hello. 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 My co whispered through the screen, It's okay, sweetie. It was just Amberly shutting the door, thinking I must have roused a child on my way out. The voice comes again. Hello. 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 It's me. Um, But this time it seems louder, and I bite the bullet and go back inside, praying to God it's not a homesick camper on the last fucking night. (laughs) When I get inside, it's worse. In the pit of my stomach, I feel pure fear, but I can't pinpoint what is causing the reaction. I do my due diligence and check to see if there is, in fact, a kid awake and in need of a counselor. There isn't. Well, maybe somebody's sleep-talking. I rationalize, but the fear is getting worse, and since I've been in here, no one has even made a peep. I decide that it's not worth seeing if it is who I think it is, and I decide to go back out and cower with my co. (laughs) (laughs) I am certain to this day it was Renee in that cabin making a fool of me. What I can't fathom is why did it take her all this time to reveal herself to me? The only thing that was different that year from any other is that I had started listening to y'all's podcast. You're Thank welcome. you again for all you do. <laughs> Whoopsies. And uh, for reading all of another of my tales. I hope that cons will start happening again so I might actually get to go to a Ghoul Intentions panel and get to see y'all's lovely faces. Much love from your vampire pal, Amber Lee. Yay. Good Girl. story. I, I, love, mean, and I have a soft who spot. Who knows for... if it's Renee or not? You know, like who knows? Yeah. The reason yeah. her gravesite might not be there is because she maybe grew up and got married and is buried somewhere else, right? Yeah. So. Um, it may not be her, but that doesn't mean it's not something. Right, 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 right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Hey, guess what? What? It's our one and only commercial. I love it's that. new. I love that we only have one commercial, and it's for us. Yeah. It's new for June. So yes. this is for our Patreon. Uh, we're going to try to make this one shorter than last time. <laughs> <laughs> so we can get to the good uh, shit. So we can get to the good stuff. But uh, please join our Patreon. We appreciate everyone uh, who has already joined. If uh, you can, we appreciate any support so that we can remain commercial three free. <laughs> commercial free. <laughs> f- for free. Three. For the podcast. Free. 
So that means yeah. no commercials except for this one for the podcast. Um, you guys really help us, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. We have a Discord that's available uh, depending upon the tier. You can go to patreon.com slash ghoulintentions to find out those different tiers. If you choose the Discord tier, we have two Discord chats per month. Yes. We'll have uh, – what days are those, Michael? Uh, this month, it'll be June 16th for the uh, Phantasms, correct? Or no, for for no. that's uh, sorry. June sixteenth will be the all skate, <laughs> and uh, as we like to call it, where everyone on the Discord can can uh, come and ask us questions. And uh, the one for the Phantasmas will be June thirtieth. That's uh, both times will be at seven p.m. Central Standard Time. That's and, right, and uh, it should be a blast. It should be. So uh, if you want to join the Discord chat, you have to be on one of those Discord tiers. I think they start at $8, um, but you can join several different types of tiers. So go check that out. Please support us. We appreciate everybody who is so supportive. And don't forget to continue sending your stories to ghoulintentions.com on the menu. Thank you so much. Thank you. I wonder if ghosts are sometimes wondering who they are. And when they hear people going, we think it's the ghost of Renee, they go, cool, I'll be Renee today. Yeah, that sounds good. It's, like like a, that. it's almost like a casting call. <laughs> Ghosts yeah, are right. like, who am I the playing today? The shaking awake, though. That's, uh, That's good. Oof, yeah. How, I, my first thought was like, oh, how inconsiderate. <laughs> if you're going to be a ghost, man, you're like, as far as I'm concerned, you ain't paying rent. Like, don't be doing shit. Like, you can help out. Help out around the house. Please, feel, yeah, feel free. Right? I would love to find shit that I've lost. Or, like, if you want to do a little light cleaning, I'm not going to be freaked out. But don't just shake me awake. You're already freeloading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't do, yeah, we're not about that. Yeah. Yeah, good story though. So I like good. it. I like it a lot. So good. All right. So the next story comes from uh Tayson, uh who we've who we've heard from before. Tayson <laughs> says, Hello again, I'm back. I was so ecstatic that you read my story previously, and you are one of the few people to get my name right on the first try. <gasps> I'm so proud of Yay. us. <laughs> Yay us. Uh real quick, I, I hope wanted we said to... it the same way this time. Me too. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to go with my instinct. It looks like Taysen right. to me. I, yeah, it does I, to me too. I want to. I want to know how other people pronounce it, Taysen. Let us know how people get it wrong because I'm. I'm curious. Um, uh, real quick, I wanted to answer one of your questions from before. At the say, at the time of the story I shared, my mother was a single parent of nine that worked the graveyard shift as a nurse. I was a difficult child that snuck out a lot at night and was difficult to keep track of. I got scolded and grounded frequently because of this. I now have a wonderful relationship with my mother, though, and she has a heart of gold. <laughs> she is now happily married, and I try to help her every chance I get. That's very sweet. So now yes. to my next story. Uh, I have been able to see things of the supernatural since I was three, and I get this gift from my mother, who can see auras and also has precognitive dreams about her kids and herself. She always knows when one of her kids will have kids of their own, even before they do. She also knew the moment she saw my now fiancé that I would be with him for a long time, if not the rest of my life, and would always ask when we were going to get married. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, Mom, your gift is a little bright today. Could you tone, tone it down a little Turn bit? Turn it down. Uh, you're Turn you're cramping my style, Mom. <laughs> Thank God my mom wasn't precognitive. Or if she was, she never, she's never told me. Um, yeah. But she wouldn't. When I was three, I used to always ask who the boy in our family photos was. He, could all, he would always show up in every family photo with all of us in it. In addition, I used to see three children run around my mother quite frequently. When I was older, I was told my mother had one stillborn and three miscarriages. The boy in the photos uh, was my brother, who was stillborn. The three children that ran around my mother were the three miscarriages 
miscarriages she'd had. I continued to see my stillborn brother frequently till I was about 21. He would always calm me down when I was upset. He had tried to speak with my older sister quite a few times, but had a difficult time getting through to her. I made it through... Uh, I made it through quite a lot of hard times in my life because he was there. When I was two, uh, excuse me, when I was 21, I came out as a trans man and I was alone in my house after my children had fallen asleep. I was in a panic of dysphoria uh, and he placed his hand on my shoulder and muttered to me, it's okay, you did well, stay strong, my dear brother. Oh, that was the, that was the last time I saw or heard from him. He was always my helpful ghost. My mother always loved hearing about him. Sorry, that was a bit of a long one. No, it wasn't. And I think I rambled on a bit, but I hope you enjoyed my story about my helpful ghost. Have a wonderful day and stay spooky. I love that story so much. Thank you, Jason. Uh, Well, it makes you think, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. That whole everything happens for a reason, right? There are no coincidences. A lot, you know. Yeah. Although there are, but there aren't, but there are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a great quote, quote but, from Nero Wolf. He's like, in a world that a universe that operates largely on chance, coincidences are to be expected, but we must always mistrust them. That's right. That's right. And so, uh, you know, it makes you wonder if he just came to be there for you, for Tayson, you know, and mm-hmm. help help throughout the, the first 20, 21 years. Uh yeah, you know, uh, that's that's really sweet. Yeah, and I think I think I think as one gets older too, you just kind of lose. Uh, I think I think they're always there, but they kind of fade into mm-hmm. the background more because your life gets so complicated. There's just not your mind, your conscious mind, just can't make a lot of room. This right. is why I think as we get older, you know, our our quote unquote imaginary friends tend to to disappear. I think they're still around. We just don't see them as much anymore because yeah. we're we're too busy with other things. I think for this one because being 21 <clears throat> when Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like you you're not, you know, there's a lot of the that uh, veil has been lowered already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um yeah, especially being raised in a family with a mom that has that gift and like and talks about yeah. it all the time. It's like how it's sweet. I think people that are raised in that environment will see their their friends a little longer mm-hmm. than most because they're it's not. I agree. They don't develop a coping mechanism to ignore it because they don't want to get punished for seeing you know what right. what the adults That's are like. Too. You're just making that up. You know what I mean? So yeah, and to be and to be clear. Uh, we're saying uh, imaginary friend in a uh, joking way, like yeah. we're being sarcastic. We have we don't we're not saying what you saw was an imaginary. No, friend. No, 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 no. Like just when I'm talking yeah. about my imaginary friend, uh, imaginary is in italics and quotes. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my imaginary friend was not fucking imaginary. Yeah, no, that was yeah. Okay, all right, good story, and last but not least, we have Vladimir again. Volodya. Um, with another update. I've been trying to write this for a while, since episode 69 to be exact, but I usually end up convincing myself it's not worth it. I only thought of it because my sister Willa and our friend Brandy were talking about it and because now there's a running joke between us that I'm dating a shadow figure. (laughs) I was even going to submit it while listening to episode 83, The Shadow Knows, but as I was about to hit submit, my phone decided to delete the whole damn thing. Nice. I've had that happen. Oh, God. We've had that happen with episodes. Take 30. (laughs) Take 30. And just as a reminder, uh, Vladimir's the one that the door kept opening, the story where the door would open on its own. Right, right, right. Uh, So due to certain circumstances, me and Willa have shared a room for years until early 2019 when our father decided to get milk in Indiana. (laughs) 
really funny. <laughs> when he was finally moved into his fiance's house, we quickly moved Willa into his old room. Oh, While helping her, I found her sketch. Milk. Yeah, that's a Got good. Got it. <laughs> Went to go get milk. Uh, while helping her, I found a sketchbook and took it upon myself to investigate it. Flipping through, I eventually found a drawing of our room with her laying on her side, staring up at a six-foot-tall shadow figure that was looking down at her. He was different from most shadow figures because his featureless face, or his featureless face, yeah, was completely red. Asking her about it, she bluntly said, That's skinny red. I see him sometimes. I assumed she had experienced sleep paralysis until I turned the pages. Skinny Red was standing by the attic door at the foot of my bed. I asked Willa again why she drew this, and her nonchalant response was, Oh, you know, I finished the dishes one day and walked into the room, and there he was. What? <laughs> I needed more contact than, oh, you know, he's just there sometimes, nothing new, was her answer before <laughs> continuing grabbing her things. I wanted to shrug it off as a dream she had, but then we both remembered that our father's ex used to fly out of her room at night saying there was a man in her room. After Willa told me about Skinny Red, the attic door started opening by itself, which I rationalized, it's an old house that needs fixing, so the latches must be broken. But an old house wouldn't explain the random footsteps and occasional running we'd hear from the attic or on the stairs. Hashtag I understand that. Hmm. Uh, according to Willa, Brandy, and our dogs, Skinny Red lives in my attic and likes to scare them when I'm not home. Not going to lie, it kind of pisses me off he never shows himself to me, the skeptic that wants proof he exists. Apparently, one night while I was at work, he was in the back porch making noise, so when Brandy looked out... He was just standing there for a minute before disappearing as if he opened the door. I only joke he exists and go along with their belief because it's fun. However, I think he's just toying with, with Skinny Red. However, recently we fixed up the back room so we could move Brandy's mom in, which meant we had to move the living room around. There's a gamer chair that no one knew what to do with, so I moved it into my room and sat it near the attic door. For two weeks now, my dog has come to hate being in my room unless I'm awake so he can hide behind me. And sometimes oh. during the day and night, I can hear the chair shifting as if someone is in the process of sitting down or standing up. Oh. To top it all off, now I feel as if someone is watching me from that area. Uh-oh. Yep, skeptic's really working out for you, Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. Oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, you Thank got an active you. house, man. Thank you, Vladimir. Yeah, may I call you? Stories. May I call you Valotia? Um, that's so cool. I love it. I love it. Wow. I I love Very when good. skeptics are like, why won't it show itself to me? And I'm like, oh, because it's having more fun. Like, right. Making you not. like, yeah, it doesn't want to, doesn't want to give you proof. And I think this is like, this is so funny to me. This is very Jack, right? It's uh -huh. skeptic. I'm totally a skeptic, totally a skeptic. This is like his fourth story we've read, I think. <laughs> right? I'm a skeptic. Like, like I'm not sure you but here's, know what here's a total skeptic legit experience. means. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's, think skeptic you means know, what it's you perfectly, think it's per I, I consider myself a skeptic, which just means I tend to doubt most stories that are given me, but it mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I don't believe in the phenomenon. I just think most right. examples of it are, uh, I think I think it's rarer than people believe. Like like we were talking about the other day on, on our chat, like if, if <laughs> I don't believe in 99% of the quote unquote videos 
of go- like true ghost videos. I'm like, nah, it's fake. That's it's either yeah. a hoax or it's just something else entirely. Like it's sometimes to me, I feel like the presenters are just trying to go out of their way to like not admit the obvious. Like, well, that's clearly just a fucking person, which makes it a creepy video. Like if someone is right. looking in my window in the dead of night while I'm filming a TikTok, that's creepy enough without you having to like explain it as something supernatural. Like it's just yeah. a fucking creeper. It's a person being a creeper. But I think, you know, in order to fit the ghost narrative, they have to be like, is it a ghost? And I'm like, no, nah, right. nah, not a ghost. It's a person. It's a person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, like, I just feel that ghosts, if we do catch them on film, they don't, <sighs> they don't look like the girl from the ring. Uh, they don't, mm-hmm. they don't look like anything from Silent Hill. They don't. <laughs> They're not. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm a skeptic too, but that's but you can be a skeptic and still believe in the phenomenon. It's just I'm a that's skeptic. That's true. Skeptic just means you're going to look at the bigger picture and not believe everything. You know, there yeah. are some people, yeah. no matter what it is, the answer is it's a ghost. It's a ghost. It's a yeah. ghost. Um, and we joke about that yeah. here, right? We yeah. joke about that all the time. Oh, no, it's got to be a ghost. It's definitely, it's a ghostical. Uh, right. <laughs> ghostical. <laughs> so, but being a skeptic doesn't necessarily mean you no. just. You, you gotta be. I think you gotta be a right little. Away. You gotta be a little skeptical because I think it's you know also if ghosts are real and there's some person in my house you know that's hanging out you know I want to make sure that I I've got it right. I don't want to be like Absolutely. it's. I don't want to call someone a demon when they're not actually a demon. How would that make me feel if I was in their shoes? Right. I'm like I'm not a demon. I'm just I just like to move dishes. You know. And it's and just I, safe <laughs> to be. I know, right? And it's also it's just safe to be skeptical because otherwise. You're going to trust that someone in, you know, some prince of Africa is going to give you millions of dollars for holding his money for him, right? Like, and then you're going to give <laughs> or, him your social security number or, and all of this stuff. So, Or if you encounter one of them psychics who was like, I'm getting right. a name. It starts with A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a just sound, like a yeah, like a, like a duh, there's, like, a, getting, like there's, a puh, like there's, a like a uh, there's e, did you have you lost someone before <laughs> like, yeah right did they give you a have you ever received a gift <laughs> like, <laughs> like don't 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 be prey to those people those people are the worst yeah, no. the fucking you worst need someone who's gonna cuss at you and tell you why you're wrong yeah a psychic <laughs> should be able to tell you no you did this yesterday don't even try to tell me you didn't because i can fucking see mm-hmm. it uh now let's move on to something constructive like that's that's yeah. that's a psychic not someone that's like so what did this happen? No. Uh, what about this? Is this your card? Yeah. <laughs> Is this right? your card? What about this one? <laughs> Someone who's gonna be like, "Why are you asking me that? You know the answer." I do. I do want to do like a. I do want to do a podcast, an episode one day dedicated to like the famous frauds in the psychic mm. ghost hunting game, and then like compare Absolutely. them to people that that aren't, because um, that's. I just think it's really fun. But anyway. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Nice good to... episode. Keep sending in those stories to mm-hmm. ghoulintentions.com. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Submit your stories under submit your story. It's, it says <laughs> it's, submit on it. It's going to uh, be easier. It's pretty simple to follow. Um, but yes, we definitely give us give us some stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. And stay safe. Stay sane. And remember, <gasps> it's, it's okay, okay to, to sleep, sleep with, with the, the lights, lights on. on.